0: Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. The only podcast that combines teachers having an honest conversation over a couple of beers. Episode 39, Stairway to Nowhere. So this week we are joined by a repeat guest, my sister Anna, who was on a previous episode called Johnny Applesauce Fried Chicken can't remember the number on that, but if you want to check that out, it was a great episode. We had a lot of fun. This week, we talk about everything from the first few days of school to a number of different topics with behavior management, to fun field trips where my dad actually went with, to a bunch of other things. I can't even think of it all right now. It was a good episode. Hope you guys enjoy. Make sure you reach out, rate, and review all those good things. So here we go with episode 39. Enjoy. Welcome back to Classroom Brew. If you haven't already, please make sure you rate and review, subscribe check out that hashtag two pods a day promotion as well as hashtag teacher pods where you can check out other great podcasts around the world whether they're education related or something else um, if you haven't also check us out on social media at classroom brew and if you can contact us at facebook.com slash classroom brew or classroom brew at gmail.com so this week i have my sister anna back Hi, you doing hi <laughs> thanks for being on again You're welcome. So we actually just got back from cleaning the classroom, so that was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I haven't really been to your classroom in a while. I used to like visit it. But uh, you guys ended, what, uh, earlier this week? So Wednesday, right? Yeah,
1: Wednesday was the last day of school.
0: Okay. I'm really jealous. For the kids, right? And do you still have to show up for other things at some point?
1: I had to go back yesterday for three hours because we had a snow day. During a day that was a three-hour work day for parent-teacher conferences, so they made okay. us make that up
0: to do conferences or just to make up the day to, make to up be the there.
1: Day, even though I thought it was stupid because those conferences that I was supposed to have that day, I made up during my own sure. other time.
0: Right. We actually talked about this. I think around the time that you were on last time, it was the first report card pickup. Oh, what's your turnout like for? Because you're in uh, an elementary school, you've mm-hmm. been there for a handful of years. Neighborhood yeah. school, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: What's like the turnout at parent teacher conferences? Cause it's awful uh, for my school. It's pretty
1: bad at my school too. Um, I, I'm trying to think of exactly how many, um, I had a few parents in advance said that they couldn't make it. So okay. we either rescheduled it for a different time or did a phone conference. Um, and then I had many that just didn't show up at all or call or email or anything.
0: Like they scheduled a conference and didn't show up? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of crappy. Yeah. Uh, very. Does that happen often?
1: Yes. And it's usually the same parents every time.
0: (laughs) So you're like, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll schedule that conference for you. Yeah. That sucks though. Um, so a little bit of background for those that might not remember what, uh, grade level do you teach? Third grade. Okay. So you've got. Same kids the whole year, every Mm -hmm. single subject, all day long. Yes, is that difficult? Because I know you have a you have a school that was kind of modified from like a a library or something like that, so you don't have a door. Like what what is your building used to be? So it's so perplexing.
1: My build part of my building is new, so it's normal. But the part of the building that I am in is like the old school. That was built in the 70s. And back in the 70s, they had this concept called an open classroom concept where they didn't have walls for the classrooms that went all the way up to the ceiling. Do you Um, think
0: that that would be a good idea nowadays?
1: No. no, I don't know. We have some walls that were added later. Um, So my classroom actually has walls, but it doesn't have a door. It's just like an an opening. Um,
0: Right off the staircase, too. Yeah. I mean, it's like a two-step staircase. Yeah. And then
1: because this part of the school was like open before there's different stairs in my classroom that don't lead to anything. They lead to like these, temporary walls that were put in after they decided to separate right? and make classrooms.
0: It's actually very common, too. I have a couple of friends that have something kind of similar because there oh. were a lot of schools built around that time it, all over the country, too, which is really weird. But yeah. what do you use that stairway to nowhere for?
1: Um, well, the one that's in the front of my classroom, I use for like my classroom library. So I have bins okay. of books there. And then um, the one that's I have another one in the back of the room, um, which is a really weird spot because it's also kind of behind these built-in shelves. So, but it's okay. like the side of a shelf that backs up to it. So, I have like <laughs> storage like bins of things that are kind of like stored there.
0: Oh, on the the far wall, like yeah. across from where you walk in. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's an interesting setup, but you made the most out of it, it looks like.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, with the last couple of days of school cuz I I haven't this is my first year. I haven't done any cleanup or anything like that. Our students, they probably don't have anything in their locker at this point if mm-hmm. if, if they ever did at any point in the year. But I know my cleanup is going to take maybe like a day or two, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you have students that they're in that classroom all day, every day for an entire year. What was the extent of the students actually cleaning up? Because your rooms all neat and organized and everything is labeled, but you've been doing this for a little while here. But what was it like for a bunch of (laughs) third grade elementary school kids?
1: Well, I started sort of trying to get things a little bit organized and cleaned up on my, like with my things and they helped me with that. So that was nice. Things get really dusty and dirty. So they helped me, um... I actually, um, I'm very OCD about cleanliness and, um, because things get so dusty and dirty, it takes me an extra long time to pack up my room because I like to clean everything first.
0: Okay. So are you the last one still cleaning?
1: Well, one of the last ones, okay. definitely. <laughs> um, so I had my kids, they helped like when they were done with their work the last few weeks, they helped me, um, cleaning out bins, um, swiffering books. Cause I have. I get Swiffers and I cut them up, and then I actually Swiffer off my books because there's so much dust and dirt that gets on them. Okay. So my kids so help above me and with beyond. that. Yeah, so they help me with that. Um, I'll give them like they'll test markers to see if they still work and throw away the you know the ones that don't work anymore. And um, That's a good one. Yeah they they just do little things just to help organize, pass back papers and stuff. But mm. for them, for most of them, the big cleanup is their desks, which I usually and I did this this year too. The last couple weeks of school, I start sending things home so that it's they don't have too much to carry home on the last day of school. So like, in theory, yeah, in theory. (laughs) So like, they had two math workbooks. This year, so when we were done with those, I sent them home like pretty early. Hmm. And then, as we finished up using different notebooks, I would send them home in folders. So by the last day of school, they should have only had their homework folder, their writing folder, and then their supplies like pencils and crayons and scissors sure. and stuff. Yeah, with without fail every year, <laughs> no matter how early. And how much stuff I send home on the last day of school when we are cleaning out our desks at the end of the day, there are always certain kids that have mounds of papers and broken crayons and pencils and all kinds of stuff, mounds around their desk that they're trying to stuff into their backpack.
0: That's definitely how I was in elementary school, by the way.
1: Yeah. And I try so hard to avoid it every year and it just it doesn't work.
0: Well, as I was gonna say, we, we found that, what, National Geographic that was just shoved into a desk and all crumpled up. Yeah, one we of my out. books
1: was all crumpled because it was shoved in somebody's desk. And I collected the books like last week. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't you, know.
0: You mentioned you, you sent the math uh, workbooks home earlier like a week or two before the end of the school year does that mean that you're even though you're teaching every single subject the entire year do you stop teaching certain subjects at a certain point once you've reached your goal or are you still teaching up to the end of the day you just don't need the workbook or how does that work
1: um i didn't use the math book or the math workbooks that often i supplemented with lots of other resources but i i pretty much stopped teaching new stuff the last um the second to last full week of school, because the last the last full week of school was when, pretty much like when grades are due for report cards. Once they're due, I stopped teaching and then we're, we're finishing up everything. So they were, grades were due last Thursday. So I stopped teaching new stuff the Friday before so that we could finish up projects Got and it. assignments that following week before so I could get them, They could, the kids would have time to finish them and get them turned right. in so I could grade them for their report cards. This so, is this like
0: dioramas or like posters or what are the projects um, typically? The so end of year.
1: my kids, so it's different every year, but my kids this year were working on um, an opinion writing piece Okay. Um, that they published in Google Classroom um, mm-hmm. using Google Docs. So they were working on that and then they had um, some end of the year projects that I always do. With them, they work on this compliment project where they write a note to every other kid in the class with, oh, to write compliments. That's really nice. And then on the last day of school, we pass them out, and then sure. they're not supposed to peek until they get home for summer. <laughs>
0: and then they start crying.
1: Maybe. <laughs> um, is that
0: just you, or is the entire school doing these compliment?
1: Uh, um, just notes? me. I mean, other people have done sure. it because I've given them
0: mm.
1: the file. You know, right, right, or whatever. So if they want to do it, they can. Um, So just wrapping up, so the last full week of school, we were wrapping up projects for grades, so I kind of stopped teaching, like, the new, anything Mm -hmm. new. I was still doing stuff, you know, like, um, I pulled some, you know, math groups and stuff, you know, so they could work on centers, the different activities to practice their skills, and so Mm -hmm. I could meet with every group one more time before we left for the summer. But pretty much when the grades are due, that I don't... I don't really teach that much anymore. Sure. From that point.
0: How much of it is I mean, cuz you mentioned that you stopped using the math textbooks because or workbooks because you were using outside sources. Mm-hmm. How much of it is curriculum that you're being told to use and then how much of it is how much of it is your own this is what I'd like to teach here's the kind of track that I see this year going down.
1: My district gives all the teachers a lot of freedom in how they mm-hmm. want to teach things. We are given a guide For math specifically, we're given this curriculum guide that kind of outlines the different units of math and what standards need to be covered during those units. Got it. And then we're kind of in transition with our resources. So we have a, a couple of different math workbooks that we have the option of using. And then we also have this other program that's new this year. It's a guided math program that I really like that I was using a little bit too towards the end. So we, we have, there's certain things we have to cover, but how we do it is really how we choose.
0: Sure. That's sounds a lot like mine. Like I make my entire U.S. curriculum from scratch, which is, Mm -hmm. I love it to have that freedom. Do they even test in third grade at this point anymore? I don't even know.
1: In our district, we do MAP testing. Um, MAP? MAP, M-A-P. Like that's an Um, acronym
0: or that's? Yeah.
1: Measures of academic promise. Um, Progress. It's NWE. It's the NWEA test. Okay. So it's for reading and math. So they take that three times a year: beginning, middle, and end. Um, and then part of their, I mean, that growth that they make, um, and their scores helps determine if they're going to get promoted to the next grade, and Mm -hmm. it also helps determine what what our evaluation will be. Sure. Basically, like our rating. Um, so we do that. Um, and then every month we have to turn in reading assessment data for all of our kids. So we get their reading levels. So I do that. We, Well, I turn that in every month. So I don't test every kid every month. I just, at the beginning of the year, I test everybody. And then I'm teaching them at the level that's above their independent reading level. Right, you're hoping and then, for growth. So. Right. So then what I feel like they are successful with that in their reading groups with me, then I'll test them on the next level. So I don't sure. test every kid every month. It's probably half my kids every right. month. And I kind of well, alternate. And
0: they're probably super staggered for what they can and cannot do in terms yes. of reading level. Yeah. So.
1: so there's that. And then um, we do progress monitoring for kids that are struggling. Um, and then, I mean, I give them just regular tests and quizzes in my classroom. And then we have to take the park test.
0: Mm, okay. Which stands for?
1: Um, partnership. Oh my gosh. I want to say it's partnership. Now I can't remember.
0: So what's, what's the purpose of the park? Cause I, I hear about it all the time and there's so many acronyms. I don't know what they all are for, but what's, what's the purpose of these park or the park test? The
1: park test is the, like the standardized test that you would take in the spring. Got it. Okay. So it replaced for us, it was the ISAT. When oh we were yeah, kids. that's what I took as kids. So it replaced that. Got it. I want to say it's partnership for academic... Something about college and career readiness.
0: Okay, yeah, third grade. They're talking college and career yeah, readiness right now. It's intense. Yeah,
1: it's a very intense test.
0: Right. Well, it should be. There's especially because, and uh, my kids, they're not coming from your school. It's not a feeder into my district, but they're so behind that it's kind of good that there's a newer trend of getting them ready, getting them mm-hmm. thinking about college or career readiness, because it's it's not it's not good. So with the with the writing of the compliments, did you get any from your students? Because I know. Yes. Cause you just got engaged and you mm-hmm. got, uh, you got verbal compliments from one student or, or something or other.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, my students were very excited when I told them that I got engaged over spring break uh-huh. and they all clapped and then asked a lot of questions <laughs> like, about,
0: what, was there, what was the intent behind the clap? Just like excited for you? Yeah. Or like, they
1: were excited and okay, happy. Okay. Um, and some of them were a little confused. They thought that I had gotten married over spring break. Um, <laughs> And, but then, you know, I explained that and everything. And right. so they've been excited about that. And they've been asking a lot of questions about the planning and about my fiance. Um, <laughs> has, has
0: he had a chance to visit yet or no?
1: No, they have asked if they okay. can meet him. Okay. Um, but he sweet. hasn't been able to visit. There ha- There's one girl in particular that has told me on multiple occasions that my ring looks really sparkly today.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. That's cute though. Yeah. Um, did you get any written compliments though? Because those are verbal ones. But did did the students also write one for you, or is it just designed for between the students to do those? It was cute mostly just comments? designed
1: for between the students. But okay. I told them that if we had any, if they had extra time, they could write me one. So I got some notes in my notes basket from them.
0: Okay. Um, any that you're willing to share? Or?
1: A lot of them said things like, "You're the greatest teacher ever. I'm going to miss you next year." <laughs> um, things like that.
0: Yeah. So at the end of the year, which I'm super jealous that you're done with that. We have like an end of the year carnival. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have anything like that for your kids toward the end?
1: We did. So we had at the end of every quarter, we have a special activity for people that, you know, were following rules and were being kind and all that stuff, good mm-hmm. citizens. And so we good had citizens. that. It's like a regular thing. So that's called Fun in the Sun with a bunch of different outdoor games. Okay. Um but then on the last day of school, we have a new principal and assistant principal this year who are awesome, but they got those jumpy houses for um, the kids. Fun houses. Yeah, so they had three and they were like obstacle courses that they had set up outside and then they had chalk and popsicles. Um, So the kids got to do that on their last day for like an hour. Nice. Every grade level.
0: And so you're just there supervising?
1: Yeah, and telling them when they could go in because there were only a couple kids allowed in at one time. Okay,
0: (laughs) right, because you have to regulate that. Otherwise, they'll just break bones and stuff. Yeah. You didn't get a chance as staff to actually play around in the bouncy house?
1: Oh, we did. At the end of the day... The principal called a staff meeting on the playground <laughs> to give us a chance to go like in. Like an official announcement
0: over the PA that yeah. this is a staff meeting? Yeah. Did you guys know ahead of time or was it no. a surprise? No. Okay. So yeah. meet in the parking lot and then it was have fun, kids. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You're never too old for a bouncy house.
1: Yeah. I didn't go in it though because... Oh,
0: that was my next qu- Why? Well,
1: because the kids had to take off their shoes when they went in okay. and it was kind of muddy. And so they had mud all over their socks and then they were okay. running around in those things. And then also the things kind of smelled. So I don't know if it's like the kids or it was just like the things I mean, smelled. They,
0: those things are probably used like 20 times a year by a bunch of smelly kids.
1: Maybe. So, Or maybe it was just the one particular one that I was by seemed like it smelled. So I didn't really want to go in there because I thought it was going to be kind of dirty.
0: Not even the obstacle course? You didn't go in either?
1: No. Oh, that's not fun. I did have a popsicle though.
0: Okay. There you go. He did something that was fun in the sun. That's yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> so you, you kind of mentioned, you mentioned your new principal and your new AP, and you said mm-hmm. they were awesome. Yeah. The principal and AP that you have right now did not start the year out with you. Right. So what kind of happened that made the beginning of the year so chaotic? Like, who was this person, without getting into names, that started off the year? Why was this? You mentioned that you kind of got off onto the wrong foot.
1: So... um our school has gone through a lot of transitions in terms of administration in the last few years. And last year we had a new principal who was not very organized and... Okay. Um, Nicely said. ...had her favorites.
0: Got it. So this is someone that has been in the building, had been in the building before she, taking this position. She
1: was in the building last year. It did not go very... Last year was a terrible year. It did not go very well. There were lots of complaints about her made to the school district. Okay. But they retained her for next for this year. Um, and we had an assistant principal who had been in our school for many years that was working with her. So last year, they moved the assistant principal to a different school, but they kept that principal and then they hired a new assistant principal for us. Mm-hmm. So starting off this year, the principal, even though she had been with us the year before, because she had an experienced administrator with her, working with her, she didn't really know or like, that took care of things last year. When she was mm. on her own this year with a new person, she didn't really know what she needed to do to start the school year. Sure. So it started off very chaotic. Our schedule got changed many times up until 15 minutes before the students arrived on the first day of school. Okay. The bus situation wasn't figured out for the first day of school, and there were kids on the wrong buses um, oh, going home, parents calling the office. Oh it was God. just very chaotic. Right. So... Um, she ended up being removed and they promoted the assistant principal as a principal and then they brought in another assistant principal from another school
0: and this is the experienced ap that had been doing all these things leading up like behind no, no, no. the scenes oh no, this 100%, is a 100% person. Principal. got it yeah. okay and you like her
1: i love her she's great okay. um completely changed the climate of our school That's great good. with kids and really personable compassionate you know just wonderful
0: so how did that work on the first? So you're you're getting ready, and then they say, "Oh, the change the, the schedule changed." What was it actually like? So students walk into your room without the door, and then what actually happens?
1: <laughs> well, um,
0: this sounds like the biggest oh shit moment. Like, it was should terrible. We, like, take another like drink or anything. No, or it was go? terrible.
1: So I I was already feeling anxious because the night before school, I mean, I went home from school like during our we had a staff day the day before, and I went home without. The schedule. So I didn't know when my kids were going to lunch or when they were going to their specials or anything. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't plan any of my classroom activities until I had a schedule. And then finally a schedule came out and then it was changed multiple times that night and emailed out. So I kept, I changed my schedule multiple times like late at night, the night before. Like I think the final one went out at like 11 or 11 30 at night, the night before the first day of school. Great. Then yeah. I get to school and there's a new schedule. And then I redid so that I had to quickly like scramble to replan my day. And then 15 minutes before the kids were supposed to arrive, there was another yet another schedule Mm -hmm. with changes and everything was changed. So I was scrambling to try to figure out my plan for the day. And um, I did have a very tough class this year. And there's a part of me that knows it's because of some of the experiences that these kids have had and, you know, their home lives and, you know, the way they, they are. But there's a part of me that wonders if part of the reason why the year was pretty tough is because I started out flustered.
0: Mm. Sure. Like the Harry Wong book, the first days exactly. of school.
1: They yeah. always say that the first day of school kind of tells you how your year is going to be. And for me, the first day of school was just <laughs> chaotic okay. and stressful. And I'm wondering if maybe even though like I did the best that I can to make sure that, you know, everything was on track in my classroom, but I wonder if maybe I seemed stressed out or maybe the kids could be into that a little bit.
0: Were there any kids that like, so you obviously, there's got to be that one kid, especially in elementary school that easily gets under like your skin or like has to push the rule, push the boundaries. Did, was that established on that first day when things were kind of flustered? No,
1: I no, I think it was probably October Okay, when... It all really started.
0: It all really, it all, yeah. the shit hit the fan right there. Yeah. What what was your, what were some of the first behaviors that you saw from that student?
1: Just very disruptive. Um, and then gradually as the year progressed, um, the student became more and more defiant. Okay. Would literally say no to me when I told the student to do something.
0: Huh. I remember the one time that when I, because I used to visit every so often like if I was on break or something like that. And there was that one kid that just started running off of the, like literally jumping into the walls mm-hmm. and running into it. And and he was fine because he wasn't like hitting his head or anything, but that was probably the most that I had seen from an elementary school kid, which yeah. was just crazy. But no yeah. incidents like that for this year?
1: In this group, I had um, kids that got a little bit physical with each other, you know.
0: Like horsing around?
1: No, I mean, I would say there was more oh, like, like hitting... Um, I had a student who pushed a lunch supervisor, an adult in the school. Yeah. Um, And then I had, there was a lot of playground misconduct. I mean, I wasn't there for that, but Mm -hmm. lots of reports about different things that happened on the playground, you know, with, you know, aggression.
0: Right. That sounds like every day in my (laughs) school. Well, because our kids are, they're, they're kind of immature, even though they're high schoolers they always play fight almost every single day and then every other week or so that play fighting goes too far so like mm-hmm. oh you took it too far what where's the line then if you're play fighting right. and punching each other what the hell is the line that it's like oh no that punch was too much i just don't understand it
1: yeah i don't know cuz
0: it always it always starts as all they're playing there's there's so many times too when I walk out to make sure, cause I'm comfortable breaking up those fights. And I'm like, are they playing or is this real? And it's so sad that I have to ask that question. Like, now are they actually punching each other or are they just punching each other? Which is so stupid. Yeah. I mean, they still get in trouble for it. It's still a consequence. But why? Why is it a thing? <laughs> why is it I a don't thing? know. That's ridiculous, though. With the with the end of the year for us, we have um, a lot of field trips that are planned. Mm-hmm. So we have, I think, at this point now that and this won't come out now that we're recording, it'll come out and. Two weeks. But you took dad as a chaperone on a field trip. Yes, I did. (laughs) So, uh, but like, where did you go? What was the whole story with dad going? Because it sounds like he's very popular.
1: (laughs) Yes. So um, we went to the zoo and um, I was a little bit nervous about getting enough chaperones to go because my school district has this policy that chaperones have to get a full background check that involves fingerprinting and everything. And so it's, it's kind of difficult
0: so dad went through the. thing? He did, yeah. So oh, that's nice of him.
1: I was worried about not having enough chaperones, so I asked him to go get fingerprinted, so that in case I didn't have enough parents that were able to or that could do get the fingerprints done on time, mm. I would have someone. So it ended up nice. working out really well because I needed him to come. Yeah. So he was a chaperone. Um, the kids were very excited when they heard he was coming, and um, the day before the field trip, I was giving them, you know, an explanation about everything to expect, you know, at the field trip and, you know, what we were going to do and how things were going to work and what I expected of them in terms of behavior. And, um, then we talked about the groups and I listed all the chaperones and then I told them what group they were going to be in. And I grouped all the kids and put them into groups with a chaperone. So when I got to his list, you know, and I said his name and then, you know, listed the kids, the kids that were in his group were very excited. And then when I was done with his list and I moved on to a different list, all the other kids were pissed.
0: They're <laughs> <laughs> like, I want Miss, uh I want Mr. Uh, Miss Anna's dad. And that was hard to do that. with. Him. Yeah. You know, he just has a way with kids though. That's why he's just, well,
1: they didn't even meet him yet.
0: Okay. Well, that's, interesting. and they
1: were really excited. And then, um, when he just was want to there, ask him,
0: ask him about you and you're growing up or something, probably. right. I don't
1: know. But when, then, when he was there, every time anybody came in that morning, they were like, Oh, that's her dad. And
0: <laughs> they're just um, guessing. they were
1: like, so excited about that. <laughs> um, and then the kids that were in his group, I guess, were very interested in what he had for lunch and just, just you know, all kinds of things. stuff. Yeah.
0: What did he have for, what did he bring for lunch? It was so spectacular. I think it was like a
1: sandwich, like, you <laughs> know, a typical field trip peanut lunch. Peanut butter and jelly and they're I like, think, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And they were very interested in that and That's um, they had fun and everything and. I think he had fun, too. I think he was tired by the end of it.
0: He said he was. Yeah, yeah. He said he was exhausted.
1: That's how field trips are. Yeah. Um. But it was good.
0: Yeah. How many kids assigned? What's, like, the rule? Was it, like, three per uh, person or um, four, five?
1: My, this year I had five or six kids in a group, and I gave him, I think I gave him five. I'm trying to think. I think he had five in his group. I gave him, I had two girls that had the same name. But spelled differently, so I gave him both of those girls so that he wouldn't have to learn two different names. There
0: you go. That mm-hmm. was nice of you. That's smart. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. have thought of that. That's good. So uh, last couple of things. Cause I want to respect your time because I know you got a, a long drive to get back up to the north side. Because it sounds like you built a really nice culture where students are excited to meet your dad and they want to go on field trips with you and they're writing these thank you notes and or these uh, what are they called compliment cards to each mm-hmm. other and to you. So a really nice sense of community. Even though you were worried about the flustered first couple of days. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like they know a little bit about... You're now fiance. Yes. <laughs> so, okay.
1: So on Valentine's Day, I was in the middle of teaching, and the school secretary came to my classroom with a box, and she said, Happy Valentine's Day. And it was flowers from my now fiance. At the time, he wasn't my fiance yet. Okay. And so I said, Thank you. And then the kids were like, Ooh, a package. I bet it's for us. And I said, Well, I think it's actually flowers because the box set, you know, flowers. So they all got up and gathered around me while I opened it. <laughs> um, you know, inside were roses, and then a sweet note and then there was a vase and then those little packages with the powder that you put in the water so this one boy
0: what does that even do by
1: the way I don't really know. know So this one boy asked, you know, if he should go get water for the vase. So I, I said, yes. So he went to go get the water. <laughs> it's a team and then, effort. Yeah. And then this girl said, you know, Miss Anna, you have to put this powder in with the water to make the flowers last longer. And I said, okay, I got, thank you. Okay,
0: Janica or whatever her name is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and so they were all excited and they thought they were beautiful and all that stuff. So they watched me open them. And then one of them wrote my now fiance a thank you note for sending his teacher flowers on valentine's day did you read
0: it did you proofread it what did it say
1: <laughs> no he just he gave it to me and then so i i told my fiance about it and then the next day the kid asked me you know did you give him the thank you note i wrote
0: <laughs> <laughs> just checking like miss anna did you, you didn't forget did you and yeah like, no, and, i mean i
1: did i gave it to him so it's funny very sweet
0: Nice. What was the, so what was the thing about the trophy story? Someone took a,
1: um, at our awards assembly that we had on Monday. So the last week of school, we had an awards assembly and something happened that has never happened before in my class, um, <laughs> In your
0: class city class,
1: right? <laughs> um, at the end of the day, um, one of my students, when we were outside, cause he's a walker, um, said that
0: he, he's a walker. Didn't,
1: he walks home instead of taking a bus.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: So he didn't, he forgot his trophy. So I sent him back to the classroom to go get his trophy. I went back and he was coming back to like the main entrance. So I like saw him in the hallway when I was going back to my classroom and he said it wasn't there and it was missing. And I said, well, how could it have gone? Like, what could have happened to it? And so I went back with him and we were looking everywhere, you know, for this trophy. And I asked, you know, did you bring it with you to lunch? You know, did you bring it with you to your special? You know, nope, nothing. And so I kind of had a feeling that someone took it because there was, was Janica, a, no, <laughs> no, because there was a student that was giving this boy a hard time okay. um, in class, you know, that day. And so I was kind of curious and wondering if maybe this other student had taken it because this other student has had a history of taking things from other kids. OK, so, you know, I, I told this student it was with his grandma. So I told his grandma, you know, I'll find it, but I'll go see if there's an extra one that he can have. And then hopefully the other one will turn up. And so I got him an extra one. So he went home with a trophy that day anyway. There you go. So then I just had this feeling about this one of their students. So I called that student's mom just to say, oh, you know, we're missing a trophy. And um, I'm just calling all the parents of anyone that sits near this student that won this trophy because. Smart. Yeah. Um, Because it it could have gone, you know, maybe someone took it home by mistake. There were lots of trophies that day. So maybe, you know, someone accidentally brought it home or brought two or whatever. So can you please Mm -hmm. check? And she said she would. And then I thought about calling some other parents, but I just didn't think that anyone else would have done that. Right. And so I ended up posting a message on my classroom. Okay. like an app that we use mm-hmm. um, just to say that there is a missing trophy. Please ask you, you know, your student. There were lots of trophies that were given out today. It could have really easily gone home with somebody by mistake. It's a you know, very please. positive phrase well, in there. Well, because I didn't want to Even accuse. Even you want to
0: be like, someone stole it.
1: Well, I had a feeling that someone stole it, but then I wasn't sure because maybe sure. someone did accidentally take it home. Could have been honest, You yeah. know, um, because there were multiples of this one trophy and there were no names on them. Mm-hmm. So it could have really been a mistake.
0: It's just like for like an event, like... Boys high jump or something like that. No,
1: or? no, it was for um like a reading program.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. So
1: there were lots of kids that had this trophy. Sure. So and then a little bit later, I got a message from the mom that I called to say her kid had it. God, um For reading. <laughs> well.
0: Whatever the trophy. But yeah, no, yeah.
1: That, like it wasn't her trophy. That kid's yeah, yeah. trophy. You know, she sent it back the next day, and then I posted, I reposted on my classroom app to say you know it's been found thank you everyone you know so, crisis averted yeah. yeah damn and i wow. felt terrible even though nobody knows that i suspected it was her and even though even the mom doesn't know that i suspected it was her i feel bad that that's how i felt about it that she's the only one i called eh,
0: i i guess i see where you're at but if it if it was the right hunch i mean you, you've had these kids for an entire year right like i know exactly if, If something goes missing in my room, I know four kids that they're on the chopping block, unfortunately. Yeah. If that's the reputation that they've presented. Right. And what else have you led to kind of...
1: Yeah. And, but I I still feel bad because I don't like thinking negatively about Mm. my students.
0: You're probably just a nicer teacher than I am. Uh, Okay. Well, so is there anything that you have like coming up for the summer? Any programs that you're going to be doing or is it just relax wedding plan and
1: um pretty much i'm doing some trainings for um school
0: okay
1: um and some planning um for next year but that's pretty much it
0: nice still the same third grade next year too yep same that's good Mm -hmm. that's good i'm excited because it'll be my first i'll be done with the first year i can start to um reuse things i'm not just going to be making from scratch and then i can enhance the things that i didn't like i'm gonna have so much more time to focus on uh, making it better yeah instead of just getting enough for an entire 205 day school yeah, year so definitely. that'll be good all right well thank you for being on again and this was thank your you second for time me. and then we'll have to finish up cleaning up the room yeah uh that'll be good because you're going what sometime next week or whatever
1: i'm not going to be next week because i'm going to do a training next week but the following week i'll be there for some planning anyway so i'll finish up everything then
0: okay yeah we'll have to do then. cool well, thanks again for being on. Everybody else, thank you so much for listening. Again, if you haven't, rate and review, spread the word. That's the way that this is going to get bigger. Is if you or by word of mouth, is if you tell people about it. If you think they'd be interested in it, either for the funny stories or for the education focus, whatever it may be, make sure you check out hashtag Two Pods a Day as well as hashtag Teacher hashtag Teacher Pods with other great podcasts around the world with a bunch of different formats, very different and some similar to Classroom Brew. can reach us at Classroom Brew on your favorite social media, as well as ClassroomBrew at gmail.com. Thank you again to Anna, my sister, for being on. Uh, For everybody else, thanks so much again for your support. And as always, class dismissed, and happy summer.